just get one person getting off and the other person yeah. being used. Yeah. Hello, beautiful human beings, and welcome back to the Gotcha Thinking podcast. I am so excited for this episode today. It's going to be a juicy one. Are you excited, Tommy? I'm excited to be back again after last week. It's good to be here. Um, Hope everyone has had an amazing week since we last spoke to you. Yeah, yeah. It, um, last week's episode was like really loved by a lot of people. Like they loved it. And I feel like it was a bit of a longer one, which we haven't done. And I think this one might actually be a long one too. Well, we'll see how far, how deep we go into it. Yeah. How how much we lose track of it. That's true. (laughs) So today we're talking all things relationship and we're just basically shining some light on our perspective of what has helped us navigate our relationship over the past Eight years. Yeah, that's insane, isn't it? That's a long time. (laughs) And that is a very long time. But like, like anything, it's been both up and down. We've had hard times. We've had great times. Definitely. Just like life. And yeah. yeah. We thought it'd be cool to talk to everyone about this because everyone deals with relationships. Yeah, even if it's intimate or even friends, family. So I thought it could be really handy to actually... Yeah, we're going more so the intimate kind. but Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. But Connection is a big thing among everyone. So we thought we'd talk about it today. Yeah, so I'm really excited for this conversation actually. But before we get started, I thought we'd just include a little bit of a recap of our week. A recap. A recap. Like what's happened in our week? <laughs> now I'm trying to think. <laughs> well, we're almost at Easter. Yeah. Um, yeah. Coming up. It's, so it's a pretty busy week for everyone, I believe. It's been busy for myself leading into Easter with the four four days you get off. So a lot of the work kind of ramps up before you get that holiday mode for a few days before you go back to reality. So that's kind of been my, well, both of our weeks. What have you try what have you been navigating this week? Well, on top of getting back into my content, um, getting kind of used to juggling placement, my uni placement on top of my work and my own business stuff and my content and just juggling a few things at once. Mm, trying to get a bit more organized and trying to get things just flowing and not feeling like it's a yeah. stressful Definitely creating a um, a more organised routine. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. I can get, be more productive in my life mm. with everything else going on. What about you? What have I been navigating? Oh, this week has been huge and it's been, yeah, it's been incredible because I feel like my business has taken like a different turn to what I've, I thought, mm. Um, which has been amazing because it's a lot more aligned with where I want to go and who I want to work with and things like that. And even personal development has just been incredible and witnessing myself grow and evolve. And yeah, it's been incredible, but yeah, also it's duality. There's been good times. There's been bad times, but yeah, it's all part of life. Like the relationships we're about to talk about. Exactly. Great flow on effect, Tommy Boy. <laughs> I'm learning. <laughs> Alrighty. So to get started, how about we talk about our relationship? Like, yep. I feel like this is a good starting point. We can. 
do you want to take it away? <laughs> yeah, the big thing I think we both wanted to talk about getting into it is, yeah, the amount of work that goes into relationships. And it's not just finding someone that you like to look at and just living with them forever. Um, there's a lot of growth to happen and it's a long journey of learning about that person and what you know how you can love them better but also vice versa yeah definitely and I feel like any sort of relationship takes a lot of work a lot Mm. of hard work and it's like you can't think that a relationship is just going to be smooth sailing because it's not going to be no you're a fool if you think that (laughs) yeah there's going to be hard times but I feel like throughout the hard times you learn so many big lessons which either helps you grow and evolve together or it separates you yeah the hard times also lead to those happier moments yeah like the harder they are the more growth will happen and the sweeter those really nice moments are because you put in the work to get there yeah definitely and i can actually say that our relationship has taken a lot of fucking work. <laughs> like, and there, it would have been easier to opt out a lot of times, I reckon. Yeah, like, we've spoken about it. Make or break moments. Yeah, we've spoken about it quite open and honest. Like, I feel like we are quite honest with each other and open. And there, you have to constantly check in. You have to constantly be like, okay, do you still want this? Hmm. Do I still want it? And, like, if so, awesome. If not, like, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah. And, like... Prolonging. Yeah. it's And it's those hard conversations that you have to have with each other and that will, yeah, really lead your relationship, like, or break your relationship. It's, like, these hard conversations need to happen. Yeah. That was definitely probably the number one thing that has evolved across the nearly eight years now from where we started to where we are now and communication is pivotal in how we got this far and how we've both changed yeah definitely and i feel like it's one thing that we all well we both revert back to when we're talking to our friends or when they're like oh my gosh eight years i'm like yeah yeah (laughs) and they're like how and it's like a lot of fucking communication like we've had to learn how to communicate well with each other and learn each other's communication styles to actually make it work. And I feel like this is where a lot of couples actually, they don't know how to communicate with each other. They don't feel like they can be open and honest and transparent about the issues that are actually happening within their home or within their relationship. And this is why people are unhappy. Yeah, it goes a lot deeper than saying, yeah, we talk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, we have we yeah. have chats. Like, obviously, in a relationship, um, your partner's one of your best friends. That's how it should be. But it's those deep, hard conversations where, you know, if you're not happy with something, don't just slide it under the rug. Exactly. Because those emotions do boil and will burst. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like it's been incredible for both our personal growth but also like it stems into our relationship too because you will pick up on things that I do that I don't notice about myself and it's not until you bring it to my attention and you're like George like this is how you communicated to me I'm just checking if this is like what you mean to do or like is there something there like 
shadow work that you need to do or some sort of work there, some processing to enable you to actually show up as a better human and as a better partner for me. Yeah. Your partner's probably the person that will challenge you the most in life. Heck yeah. fucking sucks. But (laughs) it's just so important to have that person because it's very rare that you'll get it from your friends, that your mates, like, they love you for the you. Okay, and so should your partner, but they've got that free reign to challenge you and to pull you up on your shit. Unconditional love too. Yeah. And so, yeah, you cop it all, the good, the bad, the ugly. Oh, yeah, so much. But, yeah, it's so important to make sure that you are actually communicating really well with each Mm. other and, like, having those really deep conversations, getting to know each other's, like, soul. (laughs) Like, who are they at their core and why they do the things they do and... Yeah, just to grow and evolve in a healthy way and not lead to toxicity. (laughs) Yeah, it's very important to get that stuff out there. Mm. Like those little things that tick you off, Mm. you know, annoy you about the person, which are great. But yeah, yeah, there's, there's some stuff that you just need to be able to talk about. And it needs to be an open field where nothing's really off the, like, you know, nothing. Everything on the table, yeah, I should say. Exactly. And nothing's left unsaid. Like no. that's yeah, that's been huge and it hasn't been easy. And when we first started to navigate like how to actually communicate with each other and be totally transparent, it's like fuck, this is like a lot. It's very confronting. Yeah. Yeah. Like mm. and even like behaviours that you do it's like it feels sometimes it can feel like an attack but it's not at all it is no (laughs) (laughs) i knew you're gonna add in a joke somewhere in here but yeah like yeah so i feel like this has been really important to actually navigate to help us yeah through those eight years yeah one thing i did want to talk about this has been huge for us right love languages yeah. Mm. Something you've probably heard of. Something you might not have heard of. Mm. Um, definitely worth looking into. Mm. There's a lot of free tests online. Yeah, there's quizzes and, and stuff. you might... I know personally I wasn't too into it. Okay, I'll be <laughs> honest. But um, it makes a lot of sense once you kind of get in touch with yourself, like what you truly do like, mm. love. What you love about what the person does for you. Yeah, if that makes sense. exactly. Yeah, and, like, the way that you love me might be coming from an area of, like, the way that you like to be loved. Like... Or you, th- or you might think that the person, that's what they like. They might... You might think that the number one thing is physical touch. Yeah. Which is one of the love languages. But it might be an act of service thing. Yeah, yeah. And it's actually... It's transformed our relationship, hey. Like... As soon as we knew what each other's love languages were, it was like, like it was crazy because then you showed up in a way that was like, oh, okay, I know Jord loves, like my my love language is acts of service. I love people just doing random things for me. Uh And that's the way I feel loved. Tommy's is, yeah. Tommy's is quality time. So I know even though we're both really busy people that I need to make sure that I spend quality time with Tommy. Otherwise he won't feel loved. 
And it's like once you figure out exactly how you guys want to be loved, it's a lot easier, honestly, because there's that there's not that disconnect of like, oh, I feel like we're really disconnected. You don't love me. This is blah, 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 blah. Like, which is brought up in conversation and a lot of relationships because people don't know how to love. And you can also nearly get rid of that bottom one and your love languages. What bottom one? You know, there's five. Yeah. And one's usually at the very low where they don't care about. (laughs) Okay? That's what I meant. (laughs) I was so confused. So, for example, my bottom one's gifts. I couldn't give a shit about a gift. Yeah. Um, Uh, We've figured that out because recently I'm like, Tommy, are we getting each other gifts for Easter? And like, I wasn't going to get you anything. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, we won't get each other I don't care for receiving gifts. Yeah. Yeah. Like. You might as well save your energy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, and money. About that. Yeah, and not worry about that yeah. love language. So yeah, to speak. that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, that's actually so true. Yeah. Rather than trying to please all five different love languages, yeah, you can kind of focus your areas around the number one or two. There's usually two. Like there is the number one, but the top two are generally what where you want to work around. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and this has just been huge because even though a lot of the time we don't have time, we don't have a lot of time to actually be like, okay, we, let's spend three hours actually just like, you know, hanging out, doing this, doing that. Like, because we do work, we are working on businesses at the moment and like, it's just about finding that time to make sure that we like, yeah, yeah, for example, we... um Bob there. No, you're right. Sorry. For example, we're very... Well, I know our relationship, just catching up for a coffee in the morning, like if we have the spare half hour, goes a long way in our day. Yeah. Because we know we won't really see each other for the rest of the day. Or even like we don't get to spend much time together at night, depending on people need to get to sleep or something. Yeah. So that half hour to an hour of coffee does the, does the job and we can just check in and chat to each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That actually leads us on to one of our key... Yeah, another one of our key features or key elements to our relationship. Yeah, is check-ins. Mm-hmm. And we do this once a week, if not more times a week, honestly. Yeah. Depending Without on... Without noticing, we do it a lot more. Yeah. We, we um, try to give ourselves once a week. Yeah. Um, and it's something that we've only really started this year. Yeah. Like, heavily focused. Yeah. Yeah, and it's actually a game changer because during this check-in, we go, okay, like, what are our goals as a couple, not individual goals? Like, where do we want to be? How do we want our house to run? How do we want our family to feel? And we check in and we go, are we actually working towards this these goals or are we not? And if we're not, we have to focus back in and yeah. we have to really decide, like, how are we going to show up this next week? And actually try and achieve these goals of like, Mm. yeah, what we set out to do. One of the biggest things that we did was at the start of the year, we actually sat down and we decided our couple goals for the year. Yeah. And this is something we revert back to in these check-ins because like we need to make sure that we're actually trying to achieve something. We're trying to actually show up each day to and try and make sure that our relationship as is as good as it can be. Hmm. Otherwise, what's the point? Yeah. 
and if your relationship which I'm sure a lot of people know it goes spirals down it can really affect you individually yeah so it's important to keep up with that yeah and throughout these check-ins we can look at what we did well throughout the week you know it's really good to give yourself some self-praise yeah you've done something well or the other person thinks you've done something well and obviously the improvement areas which we're all guilty of yeah definitely yeah but these are the areas too that it's like you shine light on them and then you can actually make change and it and that next week is just a lot better yeah because you've step by step yeah yeah so that's been really really important do you want to talk about maintaining individuality because this has been something that we've navigated hey like yeah it's something that i struggle with initially in our relationship we were very young when we started um but i know a few people as well who really become dependent on the other person in their relationship and we're all guilty of it at some point i know i really was and you're so dependent on the other person that you don't feel as well in yourself on your own like Mm -hmm. you feel like you need the other person there a lot Mm -hmm. and it's really important to maintain if not develop a sense of being independent and being you as a person and you know you can do your own things as a couple individually and they're always there to come back to and have our check-ins like we do yeah you're still living life as an individual yeah yeah which is massive and i feel like one of the ways that we do maintain our individuality is that we date ourselves. Like Tommy will text me or call me and be like, oh yeah, I just took myself out for sushi. I took, All the movies. <laughs> yeah, I just took myself to the movies. And it's like, that is what you need to do because you need to show up in a way and you need to start loving yourself in a way that you want other people to love you. Mm. Because if you can't show yourself the love that you deserve and if you can't actually go out and date yourself, you can't expect anyone else to want to love and to date you or to actually like show up in that sort of way because you don't know how you want to be loved. You don't know how you want to date someone. You need to learn like you need to learn that about yourself. You need to, you know, dive deeper into yourself and love yourself fully and wholly. So then when you come together as a couple, it's two holes coming together as one. It's not, I hate this a phrase. Oh, phrase. Yeah. I hate the phrase that like, it's like you're two halves and you're coming together as a whole. I hate that. Yeah. I don't believe that for mm. a second. I believe that we're both whole and we come together as one to make a partnership. But like, we're fine on our own. And this has been huge. Like we needed to get to that point that if anything happened in our relationship, we knew that we loved ourselves enough that we weren't codependent on the other person that we could actually, we would be fine. Yeah. You've got to love your own company. Yeah. If you can't enjoy your own company. Yeah. How is anyone else expected to? Exactly. So. Yeah, that's huge. And that's not to get mistaken with we don't love each other very much. (laughs) (laughs) Like, we do love spending time together. It's just very important to be able to be on Mm. your own. And a big way that I do this recently, actually, is George works some nights and goes away a fair bit with her work. So I really enjoy the being home alone, (laughs) being a dad to two dogs, (laughs) and just something I wouldn't 
ever have enjoyed maybe in the past mm. and that's just being on my own and having fun on my own having my own little routine that yeah. i like daddy duties yeah and the single people listening will understand what that's like yeah you know, in, they have their routine they enjoy doing what they do on their own yeah yeah, yeah. but it's important to find that even in a relationship mm. like you don't have to cut that part off mm. and you shouldn't feel like you should never feel bad for wanting to spend time on your own in a relationship mm. i have heard this in the past as well from people that i know that they feel like they shouldn't be happy about spending time on their own. They feel a bit guilty about not wanting to spend time with the other person. Mm. And that's something um, that we use in our relationship because sometimes you can get a bit pissy at each other <laughs> if course. we don't. Um, and yeah. that's just time out to ourselves. You yeah. know? Do stuff separately that we like to do. We're still in the same house. Yeah. But yeah. You need to though because otherwise you just get too like you mold into one like you need to still have your your like hobbies that you enjoy like you do a lot of sport and that's something you've always enjoyed and i love creation and like i know if i'm not creating or i'm not doing something really artsy fartsy or you know yeah you gotta stay true to your roots yeah exactly and like you don't like the things that i like and i don't like the things yeah true but, like, some things. No. You yeah. don't have to love the other person's hobbies. Yeah. 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 I hear that a lot as well. Mm. Like, people take on the other person's hobbies and that. Yeah. Like, you don't have to become a mould of them. Exactly. You can still be your own individual. Yeah. Like, if they like watching the footy and you don't, you don't have to try and mould to that. Yeah. I who have give, not moulded to that. Yeah, Sorry, exactly. Tommy. <laughs> but who gives a fuck? Yeah. <laughs> just exactly. Be, just be you. Yeah. If it, if that comes in between you and your relationship, not being able to watch the footy with mm. your partner, then I think there's other problems at play. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I feel like now we're ready to dive deep into a juicy, juicy um, key element of our relationship. Are you ready to dive deep into it? Sure. Deep. What is this deep one? Wink, wink. <laughs> Sex. <laughs> Intimacy? Yeah. For the lack of better yeah, words? That's a better word for it. Physical <laughs> intimacy. Yeah. Wish it's home. Yeah. I feel like this has been something that we have been... I feel like this is... I say this about everything, but we've navigated it, like everything. But we've, like... There's been, of course, when you're younger, mm-hmm. it's like... Keep going. What are you trying to say? <laughs> When you're younger, right, there is this, there is this like norm that you have to have sex like so much with your partner. If you're not having sex, like what are you doing? Blah, 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 blah. Now, I believe that there is like a, there's a balance that needs to be maintained. Like I feel like we have created this balance quite well and we recognize when we haven't been intimate with each other we feel that disconnect yeah definitely like energetically because sex is just a transfer of energy yeah and so it's a crucial part of a relationship exactly yeah that's the difference between you and a, you and a mate and you and a partner yeah girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever yeah and it's like really important to make sure that like you are still being intimate with each other Consistently. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. But finding what works for you, not what... what not forcing it. Yeah, exactly. Because you hear of so many people, they just like, 
they're just bored or like they haven't had sex in like two months i'm like what the heck like how couples yeah oh yeah that that can happen and go through a dry spell yeah yeah Mm. but like i feel like it needs to be at the top priority it's like where where are your goals as a relationship and then like sure you'll have weeks that it's like you actually can't be intimate because of you know you're away or this has happened and but that's life Mm. but it still has to be a focus of your relationship it still has to be a main point because intimacy is actually like getting to know the other person on a deeper level yeah i was going to chime in there and say i think it also comes down to learning what turns the other person on yeah and yeah in the intimacy it's not just the act of having sex and getting mm. it done okay it's really learning you know what what gets the person in the mood like what they love you know and mm. yeah i'm trying not to say these some <laughs> dirty words <I> know. <laughs> <laughs> trying not to cross that line <laughs> but yeah really what gets them going so yeah. to say without going yeah. too far into that yeah and it's like yeah, learning what each other actually, what they want out of it. Yeah, because it is an act of love. Exactly. It's not a, like you see on porn and shit. Yeah. It's not just getting the job done. No. You know, it's, it's a moment to share with a person. Yeah. It's very intimate. Yeah. And yeah, it can really help your relationship when you do it really well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, that's been pivotal too. And like, I feel like I love this quote and I do stand by it. The way you do one thing is the way you do everything. And it even revolves around sex. Because I feel like the way that in day-to-day life, the way that you get to know your partner, the way that you're actually caring and you're kind and you're... How does that then transfer into the bedroom? How are you in the bedroom? Are you going to be kind? Are you going to listen to your partner? Are you going to, like, you know, learn what they want and what their needs are? Or are you just going to get the job done? Yeah, I think the key word there is mindful, being mindful mm. in life. Yeah. And being mindful in the bedroom. Yeah, definitely. That's been huge, hey? It's, it's like two people need to be, you know, mm. into the same thing. Mm. <laughs> it's not just one person getting off and the other person yeah. being used. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think, though, it's normalizing the conversation around it. It's like we talk mm. about it quite often. Yeah. And like being open, like fully open and transparent about what our needs are in that moment. And don't be a fragile male either about it. There's yeah. a lot of fragile males that like, for example, toys in the bedroom, that sort of stuff, who can be a bit like, don't need any help, mm. you know? I'm perfect the way I do it. <laughs> I'm really good at it, that sort of thing, <laughs> you know? And being told that they want it done a different way or like mm. it's not as, you know... Yeah. It's not exactly how it can they really want it. trigger can, them. Can kinda hurt the ego. Mm-hmm. In some males. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. I feel like we're diving real deep into this conversation. But I love it. <laughs> and this is like what we made this podcast for is diving deep into the topics that some people really just cringe at and they're like, Oh, yeah, this that could is be too no deep. One. I could have all turned it off by now, but I'm... Uh, true. <laughs> we're, we're still here. I'm going to listen to it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you were going to take anything away from your relationships, it's a couple of key things, which are communication, okay, constant physical intimacy and doing it right, doing it well, like we just said, you know, um, the constant check-ins with the other person 
and maintaining your individuality okay being you being who you are mm-hmm. and as well as which i forgot about um find out your love language okay mm-hmm. it's very hard to love someone if you don't know how they want to be loved and how they need to be loved and how and, you want to be loved yeah and vice versa if you don't even know what you want what fucking chance do they have of figuring it out exactly so those are the five key things and yeah just enjoy the journey all the hard times lead to good times and it's it's a great experience yeah yep beautifully said anyway guys i hope you enjoyed this episode if you have any topics that you really want us to dive deep into then make sure you head over to our instagram and dm us i'm over on instagram and it's just george the coach yeah and i'm tommy g campbell Alrighty. Well, I hope everyone has an amazing Easter. Yeah. You will be listening to this on Good Friday. So. Yeah, and we'll connect back with you guys next Friday. Fantastic. Bye, guys. Thanks for that. Bye.